Welcome Inside Out Gang to another episode. My name is S. I'm A. And I'm F. And today in celebration of Black History Month, which is all over the month of February, we want to talk about, well, Black history and why it's important to acknowledge how Black people have been mistreated, the contributions they have made to society, and basically how this month came to be and its importance. So, A, you want to get us started with the origins of Black History Month? Sure. The origins of Black History Month date back all the way to 1926 in America, Um, and it was first established by historian Carter G. Woodson, and he established Black History Week. So not Black History Month yet, just week. Um, It was chosen to be the second week of February, and it was chosen to coincide with Abraham Lincoln and Frederick Douglass's birthdays. So Abraham Lincoln is obviously a prominent figure. He was a former president of the United States, and he issued the Emancipation Proclamation, which freed slaves in America. And Frederick Douglass was an escaped slave himself who became a prominent activist, author, and public speaker. So they were both very prominent figures in the Black community, and they chose that week um, for that reason. So Carter G. Woodson, the one who established Black History Week, was he a Black man himself? He was, and he was an academic, and he felt that there was not enough discussion surrounding Black history in higher education as well as in public education, and he wanted to add Black history to the curriculum in public schools and colleges. And he also contended that the teaching of Black history was essential to ensure the physical and intellectual survival of the race within broader society. So essentially, he wanted to... Uh, sorry, am I cutting you off? No, you're not. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so essentially, he just wanted to make sure that the history of uh, his people were was being talked about within academia um, and was not forgotten. So one thing to note is that he established this in 1926, before the civil rights movement. So Black people were still being treated pretty terribly Yeah, that's true. And it was only until February of 1969 that Black History Month was first proposed by Black educators and the Black United students at Kent State University. Um, And this this was when it became extended to a month. Yeah, and this was after the civil rights movement. So I feel definitely that allowed them to gain some momentum and feel to make it into a month. So, okay, that starts off off. That starts us with the origins of America. F, you want to talk about Canada and its own Black history since we're all Canadians here? Uh, Sure. So the first person of African heritage known to have visited what's now Canada arrived in the 1600s, which is just over 400 years ago. This man's name was Matthew de Costa, a polyglot who served as an interpreter between the French explorers he arrived with and the indigenous people already inhibiting the land. And I specifically mention his name because it's no question whether or not he got the recognition he deserved. So might as well put his name out there because better late than never, right? Yeah, it seems to be a trend in, in the history that we're taught that we only see the white saviors of history, but never the people of color who 
probably had to deal with a lot more than they did. But anyway, it's funny how in Canadian history, we're not really taught of Canada's role in the slave trade. And the focus is more on America and the atrocities or whatever was going on down there and Canada's role as a savior. Right? I like Canada as much as the next person as a Canadian myself, but what's with that attitude? It's like having one of your bullies approach you acting all chummy after having harassed you for the past year couple of years didn't governor john graves simcoe pass the anti-slavery act in 1793 yeah but his law only freed enslaved people aged 25 and over and made it illegal to import slaves into upper canada It wasn't until 1833 when the British, mind you, not even Canada itself, when the British abolished slavery in its colonies that those under 25 were freed. So from the 1600s to almost 1800s, Canada has been practicing slavery for two centuries. And for the British to finally abolish it, well, there were a lot of events that led up to it. In 1823, the Anti-Slavery Society formed, and in 1831, there was a large slave rebellion in Jamaica, which resulted in a loss and a loss of and a lot of loss and property. So, you know, while we were doing research for this episode, it's kind of interesting how personally, and I think you two will agree, that throughout elementary and high school, we barely learned about slavery and especially Canada's role in it. Oh, definitely. What did we exactly learn about slavery in high school or elementary? I think I speak for a lot of Canadians in the elementary public public school system um, and also us who went to private school. Um, We mostly learned about Canada as the savior role in the slave trade, but not really about anything predating of what they actually did um, in regards to slavery itself. Yeah, and okay, anyone remember the Underground Railroad book? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I read that in fifth grade. What about you guys? I think in sixth grade. Sixth grade, too. I think we were in the same class, F. Yeah, yeah, we were. <laughs> that was the beginning and end of my um, schooling on Black history. Yeah, I mean, I learned a little about it through um, high school, I think, but it was barely like literally barely there was no unit on it uh, I think maybe because we're a Canadian high school and our, our our curriculum is focused on Canadian history but there is black mistreatment in Canadian history I mean there's discrimination happening in Canada towards black people even now so just something for our viewers a survey took place in 2019 where almost 50 percent of Canadians said that they believe that yeah Canada's not that not that racist towards the black people anymore and then the survey was kind of conducted again with black people taking it and they said that no definitely 83 percent I think of them said that there was still racism and discrimination that they had to face regularly and the only way we know honestly is through social media i mean this kind of thing uh, black history month it doesn't begin and end on social media although that's what we experience day to day it's stuff like the microaggression seen in places where there really should be none 
where microaggression does not belong at all. It's the homeroom teacher kindly correcting an African-American student's grammar or pronunciation when that's just their dialect. <laughs> we place British accents on this pedestal while labeling AAVE as incorrect English. And having taken a linguistics course, I, I can label this as prescriptive linguistics, folks. I could go on and on about this, but that's, but that's for another time. Well said, F. Honestly, um, I mean, what do you think? A, how much more do you think the education can implement Black history? There probably should be an overhaul to the curriculum in general, just about everything, just because the lens of which history is portrayed through, and it's not just in um, elementary school and high school, it's also in higher education. So um, in college and university, it's all through a white lens, no matter what course you're taking. If it's um, a sociology course or a philosophy course, uh, I've only ever taken arts courses, so let me know how <laughs> math and science is, guys. Um, it's all through a white lens. So you're going to be learning about old white people who um, supposedly were the first ever people to think of those thoughts. Um, when really there, you can trace back a lot of those ideas and theories to women or people of color, and those are often brushed under the rug. Yeah, and I think that's what we kind of want to end with and why even though none of us uh, here are Black, we're all minorities. <laughs> and uh, in that sense that as minorities, we want to see our people be represented. We want to see our fellow minorities be represented because we have been mistreated for far too long. And I think it's about time the world starts paying attention to us. Amen. Okay, so on that note, I think we'll wrap up this episode. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Say something. And see you next time. <laughs> <laughs> and see you next time.